I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 52. Thanks for listening, Trust God sisters and brothers. Probably in the most interesting place I've filmed the podcast yet, I was driving by and had this thought of like, okay, I want to record this short episode sometime. And I saw this little lane of corn and this giant windmill down the side or in the middle of it drove down and I was like oh this is this would be a good spot so here I am it's been making some noises kind of scaring me but I think we'll be okay uh and I'm I just had these thoughts and I, I wanted to share them not a full trust god bro episode but a trust god bro snippet of just a quick and I'm, I might do more of these since uh, sometimes I have things I just would like to to share and things that I've been learning and you know just touch base you know it's it's life I've been working at a company trucking company here in Bloomington normal of Illinois of all the the cornfields you see around us I, I ran a fourth of July race recently and that's the park to park race so that was pretty fun uh, but hey uh, I just wanted to talk about trust and what is trust and I was reading the story of this dad that told his son hey son I would like you to take care of our yard and he gave him he, he delegated this privilege to take care of the yard to him and he said you can do it however you want to do you know buckets hoses but what I want you is to come over here and he shows him his neighbor's yard I want it to look like that and he's like look at our yard it's like brown okay now look at theirs okay now what do we want and he, he asked his son he's like green and clean we want green and clean and so he asked his son like what do we want green and clean so he has this idea in his head green and clean he can do it however he wants his own he has his son you know who's the boss he's like you are you're the boss if you need me let me know i can help you uh but you're the boss okay so you know you have this deal they'll check on each other each week uh, and you'll see how it's going and his son can show him his yard he makes the observation in this book he says the highest human motivation we have is trust now why is that like why is trust so motivating for us and you think about that's how it's human relationships flourish in trust think about the people you love most like a significant other your parents your siblings and what makes those relationships flourish and uh, you know maybe it's doing the laundry you think really the heart of it is is there trust for one another in the, at the heart of trust is I believe I believe in you and I believe you will do what you say that you will come through that what you say you will do I believe that just a simple belief it's really what it is and at the heart of God is him wanting us to trust him the heart of God is inviting us into a relationship with him and I've been reading recently in first Samuel and he talks about uh, Saul when he becomes king and Saul has this trust too but he's trusting in himself he actually begins to trust his weapons and his physical prowess and his success and he begins to kind of lift himself up and he he even goes out and numbers how many people he has it's really interesting you know he, he does a census and this really grieves God and he kind of goes by his own game but he still reaches out to God 
but he reaches out to God in a transactional way. It's like, if I do this, then God, you will give me this. And that's the way that Saul treated God. And then you you see a, a really interesting story right afterwards um, when Samuel, the prophet at this time, reveals to him, says, the kingdom, your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be prince over his people because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Because, yeah, Saul started to walk according to his own ways and trust in himself. So, right after this, Jonathan, Saul's son, he, he defeats a bunch of Philistines, and not by the way you would suspect. He goes out with his armor bearer, and, you know, they're on the outskirts of this town, Gibeah, and they see this little garrison, like this, like, you know, little shelter of, like, Philistines, and it's probably the one entry point you could make into this city. If you look at the city and stuff, that this was one penetration point, but yet no one suspected them. So they, they make jokes and the people up there in the rocks and in the garrison are like, uh, come up here, you know. <laughs> they respond, Jonathan says to his armor bearer, come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised it may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing can hinder the Lord from saving by many or by few. And his armor bearer is like, okay, I'll do what you wish. So they go over there and they they pretty much defeat a bunch of Philistines because they, you know, trusted God to this point. And really, so there's the two perspectives. I'm trusting in my own success, my own strength my own intelligence or I'm trusting in the strength and intelligence the the aid of someone else and when you walk in a relationship with someone and you know that they really trust you it's like that that really does help the relationship and so it is with God like God is relational invites us to know him personally and to trust him and at the heart of God it's like he is merciful, he is kind, he is gracious, he is just. He became flesh, like through Jesus, who walked on this earth 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ, and he preached the gospel that he would become our salvation, that he is the way to God, that the Jews hated this message and the Romans hated of who he, who, who he was. And in cahoots, the Romans and the Jews crucified him on a Roman cross, but it wasn't just those Jews and those Romans, but it was us, that I was the one that killed Jesus, that my sin was placed on him. And Jesus not only died for our sin, but he conquered death and was resurrected again. That if we place our faith in him, say like, I really believe what you've done, Jesus, that you have died for me, you have rose again, and I believe that you really have done that. And God imputes that righteousness onto us, that he lived that life that we never could have done. And it's not by my own uh, work at my, my career, not my own good works that could ever uh, flip the scale, but it's by the death and resurrection of Jesus. And that's the heart of trust is, placing our, our faith in that saying, I really believe what you have said, that you have done that.
And when you believe that, it penetrates your life, it changes you. And Paul says in Romans, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he then not also with him graciously give us all things? And that the, the pinnacle of God's loving kindness and forgiveness and justice meeting at the cross was that Jesus and that if he could do that his his himself give himself up for us that God would love us to that degree that he would do anything that we can trust that whatever situation we're going through um, hardship death or the loss of a friend or the you know struggle of not knowing where your life is going that we can really say that God I trust that you will do what you said you will do and that you will continue to do that recognizing that I'm not the one that can change that like I'm not the one that can purify my life and I need someone I need someone else to do that so trust is really simple and I was just thinking about that it really is just believing that God really has done that there is historical evidence of Jesus dying and rising again, that there are witnesses, eyewitnesses, and accounts. Sorry, this windmill keeps moving, and I'm scared it's going to fall on me, so I think that's my sign to wrap up this short little episode of TGB. So, thanks for listening. Um, let me know what you'd like to hear next, if you like this shorter episode of we can call them truck top. We can call them truck talks because we're out, you know, talking on the truck in a cornfield in the middle of the Midwest. So, uh, and that's how you trust God, bro.